of maturity. Keys of maturity. Amen? Amen. Now, if you didn't know it, we're actually setting the stage for the coming year. Amen. That's what we're doing. We're actually setting the stage for the coming year. And just like last year's declaration, this one also has more meaning to it than what we just see on the paper. Amen. So I want to say good morning to all of our covenant partners. Good morning to all of our SoundCloud listeners. We want you to please get your Bibles, pens, and pads iPads, telephones with the Bible on it as we go into the word of the Lord. Amen? Amen. You will find out that next year there will be, there will have to be maturity. God has been calling us up for many, many years. And so now he's saying it's time to be that mature Christian that I need you to be. And just for scriptural references, go to Numbers. Okay. The 24th chapter. I didn't get ahead of myself. Amen. 14th chapter of Numbers. And I want to show you what it means in a whole to be mature. And then we're going to share some things with you. Amen? So we're still talking about keys of maturity. And we're actually laying a foundation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We're actually laying a foundation for 2023. Numbers 14. We're going to read verse 23. Actually, let's go to, wait just a minute. Let's look at verse 21 and come on down. All right, Numbers 14, 21. It says, but as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, because all those people which have seen my glory and my miracles, which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now these ten times, and have not hearkened to my voice. Surely they shall not see the land, which I swear unto their fathers, neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. Let, let me say this. The Lord is saying, he's saying, they've been in the midst of my glory. They've been in the midst of my word. They've seen what I can do. They've seen me heal. They've seen me deliver. They've seen me set free. And still, they try me. They still don't have a, 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 a heart in them of faith. Isn't that something? But you know you got people like that now. You got people like that now. And he says they keep tempting me. What does that mean, Lord? They keep tempting you. They've seen all of these great things. They've sat in the midst of it. They've heard it. Their eyes have looked upon it. He says, they tempt me because there is no faith in them, and they try me because they sit back and say, well, where is the Lord God? Why hasn't this happened? But God said, you've seen me move. You know I will move. So then it comes back to us being mature enough to take the stand and wait it out. Isn't that what, what we got to do? Look what he says, 23rd verse, surely they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Let me say this, 2023 is the next level. I'm speaking by the Spirit of the Lord. 2023 is going to be the next level, and this is what's going to happen. We'll, we'll all come in here, and God will be moving 
But do you know you can be in the midst of a move of God and still be at a low level? Did you know that? And you'll still be in the same mindset, heart set, and God is steady moving. He, what does he keep doing? He goes on. Why does he have to go on? He goes on in hopes that eventually you will open your eyes and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to start trusting the Lord. I need to start standing on the word. I need to start doing my declarations. I need to build me an altar at home, a place to go and pray. I need to believe the Lord. Instead of me mumbling and complaining and grumbling, I need to be quoting his word. I, no matter how bad it gets, I have to stand. See, we want to stand when it's good, but we want to stand. We don't want to stand when it's bad. Okay? So, Lord, uh-uh, 2023, we're going up to the next level in God. And what is that next level? I'm going to tell you what it is. Maturity. This is, this is not one of those speeches or messages where you say, well, what was she talking about? What did the Lord say? What, what is Oh, Because a lot of times people get words and they run with them. Oh, we're going to the next level. And somebody said, well, what is the next level? I don't know. The next level is maturity. Somebody says it's time to... To grow, up. to grow up. Notice what he said, though. He says, surely they should not see the land which I swear unto their fathers, neither shall any of them that provoke me see it, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he went, and his seed shall possess it. Do you see that? So basically, a big, big part of maturity is to have another spirit. You got to have another spirit. Well, what is the spirit of man? It is the inner being of man. It is the core of us. It is the inner being of us. Really and truly, your spirit is your soul. It is spiritual. So basically he's saying Caleb and Joshua had another mind, another will, uh, another imagination, another conscience. Because that's what your soul is, your mind, will, imagination, and your conscience. Notice what God said. He said, and they followed me fully. So that means their mind was fully toward what God asked them to do. Their, their, their hearts were fully toward what God had asked them to do. And what was that? Search out the land. I don't care what you see in the land. Giants are in the land. But guess what? God is greater than the giants. So whatever your circumstances is, God is saying, I need you to believe me and go on and take that stand. Whatever you're asking me for, I'm going to do it, but I need you to go on through. This is, this is not one of those things where he's just going to snatch us up and take us out of whatever we're going through. It's not going to work like that. God is saying, I'm going to take you through the situation. I'm going to bring you out of the storm. I'm going to bring you out, praise God, of whatever's going on. But I need you to trust me. I need you to have another spirit. I need you to be mature next year about this situation or that situation or whatever comes. Somebody say, you can't, you're not going to be able to run. That's not maturity. That's not being mature. And if you read on, we find out, we're not going to go there this morning, but you find out in Joshua that Caleb did possess the land. And notice what he said. He says, not only is Caleb and Joshua going to go in, he says, but their seed is going to possess the land. Now, wait, 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 wait a minute. How in the world is Caleb and Joshua's seed going to possess the land. What does that have to do with anything? Because guess what? Your seed watch you. Your seed imitate you. They see how you carry yourself. They see how you run with the word of God, how your prayer life is. They see what you do. They see if you get up and go to church, if you're taking it seriously, if you're taking the word of God seriously, they watch you. And then they begin to what? Do what they see you doing. So basically the seed is included. It's like he told Abraham. Uh, Abraham, I'm going to tell him my secrets because I know he's going to govern his house and raise them up and nurture them in the ammunition of the Lord. So your seed follow you. They do what you do. They say what you say. They see you being wishy-washy in the Lord. They see you being wishy-washy on Sunday morning. They see you being wishy-washy about your prayer life. They see you being wishy-washy about your stand. Guess what? It weakens but here it says Caleb and Joshua see went in, and what did God say? And they're going to possess. Somebody said they're going to possess the next level. And the next level is? 
What is it? Maturity. Maturity. Time to grow up. And what is maturity? Having another spirit. Having a consistent spirit. Having one that fully follows the Lord. That doesn't shrink back in the face of adversity. No, no shrinking back in the face of adversity. Now, that's, that is a foundational scripture for this keys to maturity. We, we started talking about maturity on last week. And we gave you four, well, we gave you three keys to maturity. And really, the last one, <laughs> it's going to be so easy. So let me, let's just go back over these. Is that all right? Amen. Four keys to maturity. Say next year, next year is, the next level. is the next level. And the next level, the next level for the body of Christ, body of Christ is, maturity. is maturity. It's to grow up. to grow up. So the first key that we gave was that you mature by focusing in on the word. Because there is no way to mature as a believer without the word of the Lord. You can write that down. You can try to mature all we want without the word of God. It's not happening. Amen? You're not going to mature on fables and stories and fairy tales and it's going to take the word of God to grow us up. Amen? So there's no way to mature as a believer without the word of the Lord. Like newborn babies, we must crave pure spiritual milk so that we will grow into a full experience of salvation. Nobody had to beg me to come to church this morning. I was ready to come. My body didn't want to come. My mind didn't want to come. But I told my body and my mind, you belong to God. Get up. We going. We're we going to be in the house of the Lord. Hello? Hello? And we in the house of the Lord. Look at 1 Peter chapter 2. And you can go ahead on and write down Numbers 14, 21 through 24. We'll be coming back to that. Go to 1 Peter. Thank you, Jesus. Lord knows I want another spirit. Amen. I don't want to be, and I'm going to tell you something. Don't think that you can't be stuck in a time zone. Let me show you how it works. Some people are stuck in a time zone. Some people are still stuck in, in, in certain levels of Christianity, and they haven't moved any further. What does that mean? They haven't grown. They haven't what? matured. I don't want to be stuck in the first grade trying to do 12th grade work. I don't want to be stuck in the 12th grade trying to handle college material in the word of God. You, a baby can't wield a sword. No, you wouldn't give a baby, not a real sword. You, you wouldn't give a baby a real sword. You give that to a mature person. Wait a minute. And you wouldn't just give it to any person. You give it to somebody who has trained. And how do we train? I know you don't want to hear it by going through. How do you know if it works? Because you're going to try it. You're going to what? Work the word. Work the declarations. Work the scriptures that are given in here. We're going to have to work them. Time to mature. Time to mature. All right. Thank you, Jesus. First Peter. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Help me preach your word this morning, Lord. Help me to give what you've given for me and your people. First Peter chapter 2, verse 2. Let's go to verse 1. <laughs> First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice, and all guile and hypocrisy and envies and all evil speakings. Somebody say, that's infidel. That's infidel. So that's baby, stuff. that's baby stuff. Mature Christians have moved away from hypocrisy, guile, envy, and evil speaking. 
They, they have matured from that. Amen? Amen? He says as newborn babes. He didn't say to be a newborn babe. He says, but just like a baby have to have milk, and you know and I both know when that baby get on that schedule, they don't care what you got to do. 9, 12, 3, 6, 9, 12, and sometimes in between that. And when they start hollering, they don't stop till you do what? Feed them. So Chris was doing the right thing. <laughs> he was doing what he was, he was, he was doing what he was created to do. Amen. Feed me. But God said, that's the way we gotta be. As an adult, we gotta be just like that baby. Hey, it's 12 o'clock, it's 3 o'clock, it's 6 o'clock, it's 9 o'clock in between. I want what? The word of God. You don't become dull of hearing. You don't become in a place where you don't want to hear the word of God. You can't grow that way. We, we cannot grow that way. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. Do you see that word sincere? Amen. Not gimmicks. Not philosophy. Um, not click words. The word. Somebody say the word. He said, the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. That you may what? Grow. So how do we grow? By the word of God. How do we grow? How do you grow? That means we got to put some time in the word. Uh-oh. That means we got to put some time in the word when we leave here. Oh, Pastor Ann, she going to preach on Sunday. Uh-uh. You come on Sunday, get what's being preached from the Lord, but you got to study all week. Amen. Somebody say, make time. make time. This means not only reading and studying the word, but also speaking and hearing it. Go to Ephesians. Look at your neighbor and say, you got to speak it and hear it. You can't just read it. Oh, let's say that again. Say, now you just speak to yourself. Say, I just can't read it. The word of God. I got to speak it and hear it and read it. Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Look at verse 14. It says that we henceforth be no more what? Children. Be what? Children. Tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. See, when you solid in that word, people can't just bring you anything. You might smile and nod, but in your heart you're saying, I don't receive. That's not the word. It, preachers can't bring you anything. People can't bring you anything. Philosophers can't bring you anything. You're looking for what? The word of God. <laughs> You're looking for the word. 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 He said, you, you, you're not cared about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lay in wait to what? Deceive you. Not talking nothing, not giving you nothing, nothing to give you any structure or foundation. Yeah. He says, but speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even unto Christ. So the word causes us to do what? Grow up in Christ unto what? All things. Somebody say, stay under the word. Read the word. Speak the word. Even when you don't understand it. Key two, mature with love. Now, I like this one. As you spend time reading and studying the Bible and begin to act on what you have learned, you begin to approach situations. 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 You begin to approach situations in your life with more wisdom. Not as a baby. Not as a baby. Having a tantrum, throwing a tantrum, throwing a fit, acting all ugly, acting unseemly. Huh? You showing yourself. 
Where's the word? Where's the, the, the spiritual growth? Because, see, if I can't handle small matters, when the big matters hit me, I'm not going to be able to handle them. And that's in my personal life, that's in my marriage, in my home, with my children, with my relatives, on my job, with my employee, with other people out in the world. I just got a bad attitude because the word is not changing me. The word is not changing me. Guess why it's not changing? Not because it doesn't have the power to. We're not allowing it to. Because we're so stuck on, this is just how. See, those are bad words. Those are not good words. Those are not God's words. It's just me. You just don't know, this is just how I am. Well, you shouldn't be as a Christian. Amen. Christian means Christ-like. Christian means word-like. Amen. You shouldn't be. Well, it's just how my great aunt was. And I, 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 I. Okay, but you have a new bloodline. Everything just get on my nerves. Oh, I'm just so touchy. That's the old. You ought to be able to endure some things now. Oh, Lord, help us to mature. Somebody say next level next year. And the next level is? What is it? God said grow up. Or you're going to be stuck in a time zone. You're going to be stuck in a time zone. You're going to be sitting there like the children of Israel. They Look, look, look. God trying to get them to Canaan. Let me show you how it works. God trying to get them to Canaan, and they still talking about Egypt. How? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Now. They, they were oppressed 430 years. They cried out to God for 430 years, but yet they sitting out there in, in, in the desert, and God trying to get them across the desert to Canaan, and all they can tell God in mumble and grumble is how great it was in Egypt. How the leeks and onions were so good. And God said, I just fed you with manna from heaven. And you talking about some leeks and onions that you left over in Egypt? You talking about your past? How good it was? My past wasn't good. I don't ever want to go back. I'm never going back. It wasn't good. And I don't care how the devil hit me, I'm going to be mature enough to stand and abide in the word of God, knowing that God is not a man that he should lie. He's going to bring me out. When, Pastor? When he get ready. And if he don't bring me out, I'm still not bowing to the things of life. Mature. I'm never going to sit there talking about, oh, I want to go back to my past. Oh, the leeks and the onions and the, and the uh, uh, hamburger helper was good. And the clothes out the salvation box was good. And not enough was good. And hiding out from Monday to Friday when the bill collectors called and was glad when Friday night at 5 o'clock came because you knew the bill collectors were closed and they weren't going to ring the phone. I'm not, on, I'm not going back. Yeah. In the house and they repossessing the car. Eviction notices on the door. Not enough. Sick and can't go to the doctor because you don't have enough money to afford insurance. Not enough. Devil just beating you up. Beating you down. Don't know nothing about the power of God. Outside of the word of God, I'm never going back. That's one thing. And I have never in all my days of going through set up and said, I sure wish I could go back to the old days. Ooh, show miss them leeks and onions. Show miss that bacon fat. No, it wasn't real bacon, you know. But that's all we could afford. I sure missed I, I sure missed them ba- that bacon fat and that watered-down coffee. Wasn't real coffee, just some water with some sugar in it and a little cup. Oh, baby, wait a minute. Uh-uh. See, you ain't talked to your aunt. You don't know what I know. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 Baby. Baby. And my children were right in it. They wearing hand-me-down clothes and everybody, see, this is true. And people around us going all out to the designers. And I never, I hung out with people who drove Jaguars 
and, 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 and all these designer cars, and not once did I poke out my lips and feel any kind of way toward them. I, they befriended me. I respected where they were, but I was asking God, help me come out. We need to come out. Not so much to have what they had, but just to have something. I, we couldn't even, I couldn't even afford a birthday cake for my children during their birthdays. I could tell you some stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Car. We was driving a car that smoked. It was, it was hot in the summer and cold in the winter. You wore your coat whether you want to or not. Because you didn't have no heat. No, I'm being serious. Because you didn't have no heat in the car. And everybody looking at you, well, why, they, why the car Michael's got on coats? Because <laughs> we were freezing. You got to have some stability. You, you got to have some stamina about you. You got to have some want to about you. Huh? When things, are, watch this, when things are not going well, that's when you, can, you need to stand. Amen. That's when you need to grab hold to the altar. What's the altar, Pastor? Prayer, the word, declarations, coming to church. And then when things get good, you still need to hold on to the altar. Amen. We went to church when it was good. We went to church when it was bad. Amen. We went when we was up. We went when we was down. Amen. Baby, I, was, I, you know, I had to run into church. Glad to get there. Amen. With all them four little babies, getting them ready. Let's go. Amen. Shandabo, shake, Yeah, Lord. And you keep praying. And you keep believing God. And you keep praying. Whatever the circumstances, you keep praying. And you keep believing God. And you keep praying. And you keep believing God. To what? He bring you out. Somebody said, till he bring you out. And when he bring you out. You remember, you remember for the next storm. Because I'm going to tell you something, the higher you go, the enemy is always, he never stops, he's crazy. Years go by, and he's still saying, I, I, I know it's a way to get him. It's, it's got to be a way to get him. It's got to be a way to get him. And you keep saying, uh -huh, I'm holding to the altar. I'm holding to the word. I'm staying saved. I'm going down to the house of God. Oh, yarabashe. And God did not magically come down and perform some miracle and, and, and puff a smoke and we magically had cars and houses and clothes and money. The devil is a lie. We had to stand and work through. Amen. See, when you read the word, you must think it's magic, but it's not. You're going to work through the word and you're going to stand. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm never going back. Never. My God is supplying all the need according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. I will be a mature Christian. I will handle the next level next year. I will mature by focusing in on the word. I will mature by love. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to study the Bible, and I'm going to act differently when situations come into my life. I'm going to use the wisdom of God to handle it. I'm going to act out from the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, patience, kindness, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. What happens? All of these become more prevalent than worldly responses like jealousy, strife, and anger, and cussing, and drinking, and dope, and drugs, and women who are not your wife, and men that are not your husband. I like this one. I like the maturity with love. I like this one because it means I'm going to act different. I'm going to treat you differently when I'm going through. Hello? Because I'm what? That's how you really know when you're mature. When you can get in a heated situation, <laughs> you know you done changed. Man, when you can get in a situation that's pushing, e I'm talking about, wait a minute, let me say this. It's pushing every button, even the ones you kind of thought was dead. 
And you standing there, oh, Lord, have mercy. But the word coming out. Jesus coming out. Patience, joy, long-suffering, gentleness is really coming out. Because why? I don't worked it. It has to be worked before it'll really work. That means you're going to have to be in some situations. Then you got to mature as a body. That's key three. We live in an individualistic world, but the body of Christ doesn't work that way. It is necessary that you belong to a church. Yes, you can grow as an individual, but true, true maturity comes when you interact with other believers. Oh, they just get on my nerves. No, baby, jump right on in there. I want you to get on. Get, just, I want, just do it so I can just get on in there and show out of maturity. Hello, how you doing today? Praise the Lord. God, what you say, girl? But let me say something. The joy you saw on my face yesterday, that's real. When I hug you and I'm grinning like, that's real. I have to go back because the Lord told me, he said, you need to let them people know you be real. Stop that. You know, because they be thinking. Because some, Somebody came up to me at the church Sunday and said something. They said, I hope that I'm not one of the ones that you grin and bear. And I want to say so bad, no. It's genuine. I love God's people. I really do. Even the ones who don't like me. Even the ones who have tried to tear me down for years. Tried to tear up my marriage for years. Mm -hmm. I love them. Because it's called the love of God. Even the ones who tried to put practice witchcraft on me. I love them. Mm -hmm. It's genuine. It's genuine. What you saw yesterday, that was real. When you see me that happy and exuberant, it's real. It's not made up. I'm not grinning and barren. Somebody say grow up. Grow up. Say mature. mature. Say that's what it's going to be next year. That's, that, and I don't care if you come today and you don't come back no more. Guess what? The word for next year is mature. Mature. I, I've had people to tell me, they say, oh, pastor. Uh, just different ones. They say, church, uh, uh, Jesus' birthday is on a Sunday. Woo, we coming to church. Man, what? <laughs> Woo, we know it's going to be fire that day. I'm saying, really? I don't know what it's going to be. Because I'm asking God, and he's not saying nothing. So I don't know what it's going to be. And then I asked, I said, well, Lord, I said, they say they coming on Christmas. It's on a Sunday. They looking for something <laughs> spectacular. <laughs> what, they want me to come in here on roller skates? <laughs> I don't, I don't. We've been preaching all year. Amen. Daddy, that's right, baby. You know what to say. See, if you could come up here, you probably give me a laughter. You probably got a joke right now in your mind. You want to say something. And <laughs> not, not even a joke. It's probably a real word. And I stand there and say, that's right, Carl. You show sure right, babe. <laughs> I thought about that. He said, that turkey on your table. <laughs> I just laughed. I laughed all day. I said, Lord, that Carlton is something else. I said, keep him, Lord. No, I mean, but they making it, they, you know, and I'm praying. Because I am asking the Lord, okay, you know, not, you know, I said, well, okay, we celebrate your birthday in December, your birthday's on a Sunday, Sunday is a holy day, it's a high day, and, they, and then they putting the extra on there, they, oh, they said, fine, it's going to be some, <laughs> woo, we bringing truckload, I said, really, but we've been preaching all year, okay, all right, okay then, Hey! Hey! But if I told the truth, the real Sunday gonna be first. Cause I I sense it by the Holy. I said, Oh God, they coming. They looking for the glory, and the glory gonna fall. Oh oh oh! See how we miss it? See how we do? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know God. I know, I know God gonna move on his birthday. I know. 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're going to get there. We're going to get mature. Key three, mature as a body. Look at him. You need to be in the midst of other believers. You need to interact with other believers. Stop running. Oh, they get on my nerves. Oh, I don't like them people. But guess what? They sharpening your character. Huh? They, they helping you. Hello? That's why I expose. And really, that's really what it is, is exposing yourself. See, as long as you do this, you can't heal. But when you expose yourself to the very one who don't like you, to the very one you know, and see, you know about the Holy Ghost, you talking about me. I'm walking right up there. Baby, how you? God, come here, God. Just give me a. Uh. Because <laughs> it's tearing down the barriers. It's letting that devil know you don't draw no line for me. You don't tell me how far I can go. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. So you show how childish you are. You know, that's all you're doing. Ain't no maturity there. Ain't no maturity there. But I can't, I'm not working on the committee with them. Really? So where's your Christianity? Jesus worked with Judas and he knew. Can I say that again? It wasn't like he didn't know Judas was going to betray him. He knew it. And Judas was a thief, and God said, here, Judas, keep the money. And that's something. That's in the word. I, I can't stand them people. I can't stand this one. Nah, 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 yeah. and, uh, and, oh, and then they even come to me. I don't even know why you do that. And I'm like, baby, please leave me alone. I'm of a different spirit. I'm like Caleb and Joshua because I intend to possess the land. I'm of another spirit. That's not me. And you're not going to bring me down to be something that I don't want to be. How did Joshua? The Bible said it. He said Joshua and Caleb and their seed possessed the land because they were of another spirit. They weren't like the rest of the Israelites. So you need to go and learn how to show love and how to work with other people. He didn't tell you how to take folk home. All right, we'll let that marinate. All right, here it is, key number four. But it's so easy. You're going to be like, what? That's all. Here it is. Key number four is to decide to mature. And basically, before one minute after 12 or 2023, you're going to have to, and I'm going to have to, and you're going to have to, and I'm going to have to make a decision. Either 2023, you're going to be mature, or you're going to still be your children. In immaturity. But guess what? Over in immaturity, you're not going to possess the land. You're not going to even keep the land. You'll just do this. You'll see it. You'll hear about it. But you won't possess it. Go to 1 Corinthians. Oh, we're going to read a scripture. That's not all to it. Somebody say the key number four is to decide to mature. To make a decision to grow up. First Corinthians 13. Woo! I like this. Here it is. Here it is. Somebody say, here it is. Yeah. All right. First Corinthians 13 and 11. Paul said, when I was a child, <laughs> you're not two years old anymore. You're not 15. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man or a woman, what did Paul say he did? What did he do? Somebody say, put it away. Matter of fact, get rid of the box. This is what God is asking. This is what he asked. Because if not, 
Be assured next year as God is moving and those that are willing to say I'm going to be mature and I'm going to be mature, you're going to stay stuck in a time zone, a mindset, and you will stay there. Oh, Jesus. Not moving in the glory, not moving with the glory, in the glory, not growing in the things of God, still babbling, still a baby in it. No understanding is still childish. Somebody say, I got to decide to grow up and put away childish thinking, childish acting, so I, I, I got to become mature. It's time. It's time. I say it's time. I'm not saying it's time. God's saying it's time. It's time to stop acting like a baby in this ministry. It's, it, it, uh, what did she say? Why she told us? Why we got that? Uh, uh, and, and let's just start off by being mature. Let me show you what mature starts out with. I want to say to Evangelist Neil Letter Allison and all of the men's and women's choir, I apologize to you for coming in last Sunday on your rehearsal. Let me tell you why I'm apologizing. Normally, I know you're going to rehearse. I get my little stuff. I don't even... If I put a meeting, the door shut, when the meeting over, I'm out the door. I would have never bust through that door like that. And when I saw y'all, it startled me. I was like, oh, God, what am I doing? No, no, this is not how you act. This is not how you carry yourself. Uh-uh. So I'm apologizing to you. I did not mean to come in and, and to every male and female that's a part of that choir. I didn't mean to come up in here on your rehearsal. I didn't even know y'all were rehearsing. Honestly, I did. And when I got in the car, I felt so bad. I said, Lord, hammers. I started to text you. I started to call you. I said, no, I'm going to be a real woman. I'm going to do it in front of everybody. See, that's a real woman, a real man. Well, I apologize. That won't ever, ever happen again, baby, because there's due respect. Somebody say, mature. Say, grow up. Say, stop acting like you're a little girl or a little boy, a child. You ain't no child. When I greet Brother Carlton, I'm looking dead at his wife as well. Amen. That's maturity. Amen. He's not by himself. That's his wife. Amen. I ain't got no business all up in his face and ignoring her. Amen. That's disrespect. That's immature. Amen. Yeah. That's why I do that. I know you be saying, what pastor calling me for? She don't talk to him. Hey, yeah. hey, no, you sure be doing it. Are you good? You can have it. No, but it's called respect. Amen. You ain't supposed to be all up in no woman's other lady's husband's face like that without them around. They need to be there. I think they said, Minister Maurice, was. I saw the children. And so I didn't bother them because I wanted them to stay quiet. But I did ask you, I said, well, where's, who brought them? That's what I said. And you said, well, Minister Maurice, he's somewhere in the store. I didn't go looking, because when I didn't see Dr. Heck, I ain't go looking for Minister Maurice. I just told you, I said, well, praise the Lord. I kept my business and kept on moving. It's called maturity. It's called respect. It's called respect. And some of y'all better learn it real quick, because you got some folk in here you real close to, but when they get married, I'm going to check you if you get in their face after they get married. I'm going to put you in your place. And if, you, and, and if the person stopped me, then so be it. Let your house fall apart. Because there's a certain amount of respect. The unmarried need to stay with the married, uh, unmarried, and the married need to stay with the married. When you get married, there's a line drawn. You can't be running with these people. You got to grow up and be mature. I don't run with Chris. I don't run with my nephew, Ezra. I don't, I don't run. I, I love Minister Donna. We don't run together. We don't hang out. Minister Daughter is single. I'm, well, yeah, well, whatever. I'm not single. I'm not single. I wear my ring everywhere. <laughs> That's right. I wear, I'm sorry. You see how I got caught up. I'm still married. That baby said, yes, ma'am. Y'all know what I'm saying. Amen. Maturity. And guess what? The word going to get stronger. Yeah. I said the word going to get stronger. Amen. Hello? And the mantle going to come out more. 
See, you think the mantle is big, Bishop, but that ain't what it really is. I ain't gonna reveal it right now, but the mantle coming out. Well. And this mantle says things in because mature people go by order. I know you're up. Bishop ain't going to say nothing to me because she's sweet. I'm going to show you something. <laughs> Under that anointing, I'm not going to be playing with you. I'm going to look you dead in your face and say, baby, you're out of your place. You need to go sit down. Huh? How I do it, Brittany? Brittany know how I do it. I come to you quietly, don't I, Brittany? Huh? Yes, I said, now, Brittany, you know I love you, don't you? I said, but that's out of order, baby. So, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that like that. Huh? Don't. And then if I see you again, you know I'm looking at you, right? And you know it. And I know you said, oh, Lord. <laughs> it's time to grow up. And Lord knows I want to be mature. You know why I want to be mature? I don't want to be stuck in a time zone. Do you know there are people still wearing 1950 clothes? <laughs> yes, come on, come on, Elder. Yes, yes, yes it is. <laughs> but they're comfortable because their mindset is comfortable. Yeah. Now, you know, let's just, you know, if we're going to get tit for tat, you know how yeah, we do. If that's all you got, wait. But I'm just saying. It's not good to be stuck in an old, let me say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. It's not good to be stuck in an old mindset with old information. Because that old information won't work at the new level. Hallelujah. Somebody write that down. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It won't work. It won't work. Decide to mature. Maturity is a decision. It starts with deciding. It starts with today. I decide to mature. I will not act like a child. I'm going to allow God's word to grow me up. When I see things that shouldn't be in my life, I'm going to get rid of them. You're so busy trying to get rid of everything in everybody else's life, we need to check ourselves. Somebody say, check yourself. You can tell me what everybody else, oh, this one, da-da-da-da-da-da, and this one, and this one, and this one, there. but you can't tell me nothing that you need to change. The Apostle Paul said, when I grew up, I put away childish things. Did you hear that? So those are the four keys. And those four keys will be talked about around these messages. One of the messages is maturity. We've already started on that one. Then we're going to talk about devotion on a higher level. We're going to talk about the word of Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about faith. We're going to talk about a heart for Jesus and Consistency. Did you hear me? We're talking about maturity. Now, next year, we already know, and again, the declaration cards are ready, and they're here. You don't have to repeat after me. 2023, the year, and all of this goes together. The year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ. Now, listen at this. It is the year, 2023 is the year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ. His redemption and salvation completed. The powers of darkness and the devil defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all of my needs established. In 2023, it's completed, defeated, and established in my life, in my home, in my children, and my children's lives. Amen. And God, he began to speak to me. He says, it's deeper than that. I said, okay, talk to me. I'm ready. He said, maturity. Because you see, in 2023, 
we're not trying to get God to change anything. We're trying to line up with his completed work. What's already, that's it, baby, what's already done. There is a difference. I'm not trying to get God to heal me. He didn't already heal me. It's up to me to line up with the word of healing. I'm not trying to get God to prosper me. The prosperity is there. I need to line up and be mature about his word. So I told God, I said, oh, once again, you've given a hidden meaning, a hidden meaning to the declaration. And somebody got to accept the challenge. Somebody got to step up to the plate and say, hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll be mature. I'll come up to your word. I'll stop whining and complaining, and I'll start quoting the scriptures. And not only would I just quote the scriptures, and Lord, I'm waiting on you to tell me if I should release what I need to release, because I don't say anything unless you tell me to, because things are serious. Giving a word is a serious matter. And I understand that, Father. Second time. Let me know, Lord. I'll stop whining and complaining. I'll get in the word. I'll quote the word. And I'm not just going to quote the word. I'm going to quote that word. I'm going to find the word on my situation. And I'm going to quote it till I see the breakthrough. Huh? Because the word of God is what? Quick and powerful. Huh? Sharper than any what? Two-edged sword. Dividing asunder soul and spirit. Come on now. The word will do it. He says, is not my word like a hammer? Is not my word like a fire? But see, it's the time I hear the Holy Ghost say, time is what gets us. Lord, it's been two years. God don't care if it's been five years. Stand on the word. Stand. Go through until you see the breakthrough. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Is she here? Oh, they not here. Who else not here? That was one. She not here either. All right, two not here. All right. Shine for me. Shine for me. We need to learn to come to church on Sunday and be in our place because you never know when God has spoken to your leadership. We need to be in our places. We're only coming on Sunday. You got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to do your own thing. You do. You got all, all that time to do your own thing. You even make up your own thing. <laughs> you can make up stuff to do. Almost through. You know, you understand what we're doing. I know this is the second Sunday of December, but we're laying the foundation for 2023. Is that understood? Amen. Every message is going to be centered around maturity, devotion on a higher level, the word of Jesus Christ, faith, a heart for Jesus, and consistency. Amen? Amen. All right. So one of the foundational scriptures is Numbers 24. The next one is John 17. Okay? You want to make sure you write those down because you need to start praying now. Lord, whatever you see in me that's childish, I'm ready for your word to remove it. And going through it is not the way he's going to remove it. It's through your what? Decision. I say it's going to be your decision. See, you talk about you want to be a pastor, but I'm not going to be playing with you. I love you, but this is a serious job. I've had people to walk out on me. You're too hard on me. Okay, but when them spirits coming at you, throwing them swords at, not darts, sword, what you going to do? Hell, it's going to take maturity. <laughs> I don't like people. Don't touch me. I can't forgive. And had people to do worse things to me, mm-hmm. and I go, and God. So you know they don't believe God talked like that. Mm-hmm. God would say, "Go back, show love, mm-hmm. let me handle it." Well, vengeance is mine, not yours. See, they hard. Paul was killing Christians, and he thought he was doing the will of God. Well. Woo! 
Did y'all hear what I said? This is in the Bible. Paul thought he was doing the will of God. And God threw him off of his little high horse, blinded him, brought him down. He cut him down. And the man that he sent to Paul, he was afraid to go to Paul because Paul was a murderer of Christians. Mm. And know what God told that man? He said, you go to him because he's a vessel that I have called. And he will learn the things that he going to suffer for me. This ain't no joke up here. Mm. This ain't no joke. Sometimes... I wish I could, I wanted to, but I got somewhere else to go. Today I wanted to come in here. I call them the prophetic clothing. That's just loose garments, total white, so I could, and next year you're going to see a lot of that. Because I got to come out, I, I, you know, I got to be free to flow with God. Got to flow with God. Not me, not you. You, in, in this place up here, you're going to do it God's way, well. or you're going to see it your way and hit the highway. Come on now. Mm. This ain't no joke up here. It's no joke sitting out here. Amen. That's right. Pastor going to get the blunt of it. You're going to get some too. <laughs> Come on, you want to live for Jesus? I know you be laughing at me. Yep. That's right. Just let her go on through. Yeah, Lord, let her go on through. And then when that, when that, bam. Oh, Lord, I thought Pastor was the only one. <laughs> no. Should Jesus carry the cross alone? No. There's a cross for everyone. Well, <laughs> keep shining. Keep shining. Keep shining. Keep shining means storm, rain, tsunami, losses, embarrassment, rejection, got enough, not enough. It means keep shining. Keep shining means keep standing for me. Keep proclaiming the word. Keep living holy. Keep loving on me. No, the baton won't be passed that easily. <laughs> might not like me. Oh, might not like me now. <laughs> and God don't care if it's ten people, five people, four people, no people. Well, come on now. You gonna obey Him? You gonna obey Him? Or it's the highway. Keep shining, keep shining, keep shining, keep shining, keep shining, keep shining. Here it is. Did we go to John 17? We soon to close. Go to John 17. Two, two foundational scriptures. Numbers 24. <sighs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Time to be healed. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right, John 17. All right. When you get it, say amen. amen. Okay. John 17, verses 1 through 4. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou gavest me to do. Somebody say it's finished. Somebody say, it's finished. it's finished. The work is finished, people. It's time for us to be mature. 
and we're going to have to be mature. 2023, you're going to see it. You're going to say, wait a minute, pastor's not a lying prophetess. God said we was going to have to mature. Here it is. Here it is. What am I going to do? Am I going to be a Christian? Am I going to let God let me put away childish things, or am I going to continue to act like a child? That acting childish is going to cost you the promised land. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. Throwing them temper tantrums next year, it's going to cost. It's going to cost. It's going to cost. Jesus told the Father, and basically when our time is up, can I say that? When our time is up, we are to be able to say, I have finished the course that you gave me. Not the one, did you hear what I said? Yes. Not the one I picked for myself. Not the one I went around in circles with. Not the one I said abracadabra. It's going to be this one. It's going to be the one, the course that the Lord has picked. And the only way we're going to handle it is through maturity. Working in the ministry, we're going to have to be mature. Working outside the ministry, we're going to have to be mature. In our homes, with our marriages, with our relationships, we're going to have to be mature. Doesn't just stop in the church house. In our personal lives, we're going to have to be mature. Okay, here it comes. Because it keeps coming. And if, if God let it keep coming, then I'm going to say it and then I'm going to close. I had a dream. And in this dream, God going to need you to be praying. I don't know why. I don't know why. But some things are about to take place. I don't understand it. But God going to need you to be prayerful. Set your altar up. Get your scriptures. And be praying. I need y'all to be praying. I don't, I don't understand. In the dream, some things shifted. And I saw some things begin to kind of fall. And, and, I, and, it, and, and, and when they fell, I don't want to say it was like a little earthquake, but things, they shifted, they shook. And God said, don't lose your cool. Don't go crazy. Don't run to the neighbors. Set up an altar. Set up an altar. Pray. Stay in the word. Stay in the word. Stay under the word. Because there's fixing to be a shift. I, I want to say this, but God said, no, that ain't that. Don't, so I'm not going to say, I'm only saying this. I had a dream. You all were in it. Some things shifted. Some things fell to the ground. God said, don't panic. Don't run. Build your altar. Pray. Pray, stay with the word, stand on the word until he brings you out. Come on in now. Bring your man in. Bring your man in. He said, bring your man in. Bring it to the word. Bring it to my word, said God. Bring your man to my word. He said, it's good to be warned before it happened. Yeah. I had people to tell me, if you hadn't told me that word, it wouldn't have happened. That's a lie. <laughs> he just showing me what was coming. My thing is, if I don't obey, if I keep my mouth closed, you might never know it. It happens, but then God is looking at me saying, I told you to warn them so they could prepare for the situation. Yeah. Jesus said he finished the work. You know what it's going to take for us to finish our course? Maturity. It's going to take maturity. And the Lord said, 
Use your fourth key. Use the fourth key. It's to decide. You still got, this is second Sunday, third, fourth. You got two weeks. What will your decision be? You don't have to tell me, please do not call me and say, Pastor, I made a decision. People will do that, and I'm like, I, it's not for me to know. I got to make my own decision. Make your decision. Tell God, and then let him do the work that needs to be done. It's going to be maturity next year. Amen? Not on the outskirts, not trying to make up your mind, not coming to church on Easter. Yeah. Oh, have mercy. Maturity. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah.